0: Good morning, church. Uh, We're going to do things a little bit different today, mix things up just a little bit. Um, Here's what we wanted to do we wanted uh, to take a minute as a staff and uh, get, I don't know, bring you up to speed, tell you what's going on, the things that um, have been happening in our church, the things that we're really excited about uh, coming up this fall, uh, and then try to answer some questions that we get kind of frequently from you guys that we thought it might be good just to answer all together so we're going to take a few minutes and um, for lack of a better word give you a say of the union how things are where things are going and all that so uh, Aaron, I'm going to turn it over to you to ask the good questions
1: yeah so you guys know I love celebrating I'm sure everyone knows at this point so I wanted to ask you guys what you're excited about celebrating in the past few months of our church
2: Yeah, I think one of the biggest things during this time that we've seen and the most exciting thing as a pastor for me has been just watching God answer prayer after prayer. Um, I remember back in February when things were going crazy and we were going to online church and my mind was all over the place, Jesus just told me prayer is just way more important than what you think. And Jesus all throughout the last months of COVID has backed that up. um, Lindsay prayed one night on Sarah's space with someone who needed a job and then the next day they got a phone call and got offered the job. Um, we as a church prayed for someone who had a strong suspicion that she had cancer and she got the test and there was no sign of cancer or anything. And the funniest one that I have is something that just happened last night. My <laughs> wife was leaving to the beach and our headlight had been out for a month and we put in a new headlight and everything and it just would not work. And I walked up to the headlight and I just say, Jesus, I place my hand on it and I'm just like, <laughs> Jesus, I'm so tired. I know you're good. My wife needs this car. It's the safest car we have. In the name of Jesus, light be healed. And I went and turned on the light, and it worked. And in that moment, I was like, we can do anything through prayer. You can throw anything at me. I'm ready. I heal cancer. We can do it all. But, so um, holler
0: at Chad for all your car needs.
2: All your car needs. <laughs> um, it's all free, too. Um, 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 but God has just proven to be so faithful throughout this process. And so answered prayer and God answering and moving amongst us during this time has been one of the biggest things I know I have had so much fun with. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Um, I think another thing that I'm
0: most celebrating and most excited about right now is I feel like... Um, Relationally, things are pretty incredible right now in ways that we kind of dreamed of years ago months ago um so the the great news is our ministry as a church it it hasn't been canceled what we said the very first sunday has proven to be true it hasn't been paused it hasn't been canceled in some way relationships are really tricky right now absolutely some of you are feeling that i'm certainly feeling that Um, but in other ways uh, we have relationships that are more fruitful than they have ever been for example our relationship with the schools um, in Alcoa, but not just Alcoa, outside of the school systems outside, Merrill City and Black County as well. I feel like we're, w- my dream was always that the school would come to us when they need things or um, that they would see us as a healing presence in the community, and that's just happening. Um, it's one example I have of tons of ways that I feel like relationships are really blossoming, really fruitful, and I'm super celebrating about. Um, but it's pretty cool. I was telling a story the other day. I got stopped in my neighborhood by... A um, administrator in Alcoa City Schools like saw me. She saw me walking. She stopped and she was like, "Here's how your church can pray for me. Here's, can you pray for me?" Chad prayed for a principals on the side of the street the other day. I mean, it's it's really pretty amazing the stuff that's happening in in our little community. So I'm fired up about that.
1: I love both of those so much. Yeah. Uh, another really good and really honest question we've been getting a lot is, "What is the financial state of the church? What's going on out there?"
0: Yeah. Everyone likes to ask about money, right? <laughs> if you haven't asked, you're probably wondering. <laughs> um, I have a couple of things on my. A couple of weeks ago, I told you we had finally experienced the dip that so many churches experienced early on. Um, and I'm celebrating that we announced that on a video and then you responded in amazing ways. And so I'm yeah. so grateful. Um, I, we remain really grateful that you continue to be uh, generous in a time that is really crazy and really confusing um I asked Johnny to give us some statistics on giving and um I think one that I did want to talk about on camera I did want to talk about together is that um uh, the the way I'll describe our finances is good not great is that is that a good term okay um and and one of the reasons for that is that um the truth is over 50 percent of what we bring in comes from like less than 10 percent of the people and so it was just sort of this reminder of um, how giving as a church is something that we want to do as a family. It's something that we um, want to do all together. And um, so yeah, so that is that was just a reminder for me. Um, the truth is our finances are down maybe about 12%. I think that that's um, the best estimate in our kind of lowest moments. And so it just was encouraging me to see that number and think that there are ways that we can fill in um, with other people. I think Chad wants to get paid full time at some point in time. I don't know. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, so that's my finance question. If you have more questions on that, please, please, please ask me. You can email me, um, or maybe even better, you can email johnny at johnny.williams at vineyardchurch.us. We'll put it in the chat too. So.
1: So the question in my heart and in a lot of people's hearts is, will we ever meet again? Will we ever see each other face to face and celebrate? It's
0: a good question. Uh huh. It's a very good question. It's one, um, <laughs> here's, here's my first answer on this. Um, this is something that we are praying about. Here's our promise that we made to you at the very beginning, is that we wanted to move through this with wisdom and courage and kindness. We wanted to um, to act out of wisdom and not out of fear. Um, But then we wanted to be courageous and not, again, not live out of fear. And we wanted to act out of kindness and honor for our community and for the people around us um uh, we have been really proud of the steps we've taken we've been bummed at times you know a bunch of you got a postcard that we were getting ready to start church again and then we all get exposed to COVID, and it, it went away pretty fast um and so it has felt like an uphill downhill battle sort of a roller coaster but here's uh here's where we feel the most comfortable and here's what we're ready to do we want to ease in um to being together in person for some of you this is going to be way too fast and you're going to be online for a while, we, we know that, we understand that, we are completely fine with that. Um, wisdom for you will look like uh, church online on Sunday mornings for a long time. For others of you, you are ready to be in person, you're ready to find ways to do that. And so as a small staff, uh, we wanted to find a way where we can create uh, in-person experiences while still doing a good job at creating this online shared space on Sunday. So this will stay um, for the foresee- foreseeable future. We will be online, 10 o'clock, uh, church Is that right? Um, and then <laughs> the other thing that's happening is the first, we're going to put the exact correct link in the chat on that. Um, the first Sunday of the month, beginning in September, so September 6th, uh, the first Sunday of the month, we're going to start gathering in person at 9 o'clock in the morning at the outdoor uh, classroom at Alcoa Middle School. It's where we have our early Easter service. We'll send you more details about how to find that area. And we're going to do um, a simple worship service outdoors starting the first Sunday of the month, 9 uh, o'clock a.m. We'll space you out. We'll be socially distanced with masks outside as safe as we can possibly get it. Uh, that's how we can sleep at night and feel like we are being uh, wise and courageous and yeah. kind. Another uh, thing that's kind of on the horizon, we'll talk about this a little bit uh, more yeah. a couple times, but is we want to divide, divide us up into smaller groups. Will you
2: yeah. talk um, about that? Basically, in the life of our church, we have people that live all over this area. And so we split our church up into... Different groups of five. We have a ton of people that live in West Maryville. We have people that live in East Maryville. We have people that live in Springbrook. We have people that live in the greater Alcoa area. And we have people that live in Knoxville. And one of the easiest and safest ways that we can meet in smaller ways is in what we're going to call neighborhood groups. And it's people who live within these areas that will meet, we'll meet maybe uh, right now or in the future once every six months this Sarah-like food and just have a good time together uh, right now we're looking at these being smaller places in which people can show up maybe um, once every month month and Sarah communion together on the Sunday and then just go back home um, so and so this is something to be looking forward, forward to in the fall and coming up
0: yeah we think it might be a creative way to spend time together in smaller groups of people um, so yeah so more information to come on that does that kind of answer you
1: yes but that gets me really excited because i'm really excited about neighborhood groups And as a staff we've been talking about a bunch of things that feel hopeful and exciting and i'm ready for that i don't know about you guys but I like hope and excitement. So tell me more, please. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, okay, so you're right. As a staff, we've spent a lot of time um, saying, what what does the fall look like? And we make plans um, as if a virus doesn't exist. We make plans as if it's crazy. Um, but here are some things that we're really, really, really excited about this fall. Um, We have a strategy of how we want to do things. Uh, You know, we had a way of doing church and then uh, COVID hit and everything got crazy. And so what we've spent the last few months saying is what does church look like moving forward and what does church at Springbrook look like moving forward and so we have three things that we want to uh, pour into Um, they all start with C because you know we're fancy Uh, so here's what it is where we are uh, beginning this fall we will kind of have three streams of ways to offer discipleship essentially to you so it'll be community and classes and core Um, Community will look like neighborhood groups that Chad just talked about. It will um, look like, uh, there's something that you're really excited about in community. Will you talk about it?
2: Yeah, it's something since I came to Springbrook, we have talked about how to do. And it just seems like God has offered it during this time is that uh, once a month, and it's going to be on the last Sunday of every month. And right now it's going to be specifically via on Zoom. Um, in which um, we're going to have a healing prayer night in which um, we're training some people in how to do that. And then at the end of every month, it's just an all all call in which people will log on to Zoom and we will be able to pray for healing for you guys. And this is something that uh, God's doing and we want to keep this in the DNA of our church. We want to take risks. We want to take chances. And one way of moving with God and the Spirit is praying for healing and um and we want to disciple and grow that in our church so praying for healing isn't just a specific day or time it's us living out our ordinary everyday lives praying for healing everywhere we go in our jobs in our workplace in the supermarket as we go to the supermarket and this is something i'm really excited for us to be able to do coming up at the end of september
0: Yes, me too. Yeah, yeah, so community will, there will be online options, there will be in-person options, and there will just be ways for you to gather with other people. Um, The second thing, uh, the second C is classes. Uh, We used to do this at Springbrook, and we're bringing it back because we loved it, and we feel like now's the time. So we're going to offer Uh, classes starting this fall, things that you can take one night or some are prolonged. For example, one that we're super, super fired up about is we've been working with the, uh, Archbishop of Canterbury, Justin Welby, who is like the Pope of the Anglican Church. Um, and the Anglican Church and the Vineyard Church are really good buddies. And so, uh, we've been working with him and we're going to offer a class called Difference starting, um, I think the first week of October. And the Difference class is essentially what the class is, is it's a class on how to, um, um, engage with people who disagree with you, like as a follower of Jesus. I don't know if you need that class, but I need that yeah. class. Uh, we've got an election coming up, and I'm going to see some family members. So um <laughs> I feel like we're really fired up about that. And so that'll be, um, I, I, I think we have it like five or six weeks long, yeah. um, once a week. But then there'll be other classes, like we want to do one on women in ministry. You know, if you go to Springbrook Vineyard, most likely you think that women can be pastors because you keep showing up to one um but uh maybe you don't know how to again you're gonna go to thanksgiving one day and maybe you don't know how to explain that to your family members or to your friends or things like that so we're gonna do a one-night class on how to talk about women in leadership in the church and different things like that we've got a list of them we're so fired up about classes uh yeah i don't know if you can tell i'm really fired up about classes so one more you get the third C.
2: Yeah. And then our third one is CORE. Um, as you guys know, in February, we launched a new uh, small group life um, block, uh, life group plan and then Corona hit. And what we learned during Corona is some things work well and some things burn to the ground. Um, <laughs> um, and what we've learned over this time is one of the two most faithful and and met every week groups that we have where are specifically just men's group and women's group. Like those group, like my men's group is still going on and we plan to keep on going. And we're discipling and we're talking and having conversation every week on Zoom. And it's fantastic. And what we've learned during this time is that a group's made up of three to 10 people of the same sex that are moving and spiritual transformation and looking to serve and love others are groups that are doing really well. And that's what core groups will be. It will be people of three to 10 people of the same sex who are meeting together, doing a core curriculum or reading just other resources and growing together and being the church in your ordinary everyday lives. Um, And if you want more information about that, send me an email at chad.stuart at vineyardchurch.us, and I would love to give you more information about it. If you want to start your own core group, just let me know, and I will lead you on how to do that.
0: So exciting. Um, Another thing this fall is we've got some stuff up our sleeve for kids. We'll we'll fill you in. We're not quite ready to lift up the veil on that one yet. Uh, not because it's a secret, just it's still in development. And so, but I know that there's something that you're fired up about. Very yeah. fired up. Yeah. Uh,
1: so preteen, I am so excited to just be a part of it. Um, yeah. We've had a few meetings so far, and we'll be meeting every first and third Wednesday of the month at seven fifteen. Um, we're really, I really want it to be a space where we have fun and also where we all, including me, get to learn what it means to be the driver of your own faith and understand that completely. Um, Again, the ones we've had have been so fun. And so I'm excited to just keep doing that throughout the rest of the fall and see where it takes us.
0: So if you want the Zoom link, I'm a preteen parent. If you have a kid um, that is preteen age and they're not showing up on Wednesday nights, then get them on there. If you need the Zoom link, contact Erin. We'll put her email address out there for you. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's most of the questions that we're getting, most of the updates. Here's what we want to say to you. If you have questions, and I hope you do, uh, it would make a lot of sense that you would have questions, Um, (laughs) will you reach out to us? You can connect with us now. We'll put a connect button in the chat. Um, Or email us. uh, Go to uh, vineyardchurchinfo springbrook and you can find us there. And we would love to answer any questions that you have. Um, Thank you. Thank you for... Hanging on in a crazy time. Thank you for being the church in your houses, in your neighborhoods, in your communities, at your places of work, at your schools. Um, I have been blown away by all of the things that you've been part of. So thank you. Uh, We love you. We can't wait to see you uh, live in person at our ice cream social. Yes. August 30th. Be
2: there.
0: Yeah, you don't want to miss ice cream. Uh, Live in person the next week uh, uh, at an outdoor worship service or every single week here at springbrook online. So we love you. Yeah. Thanks. So for our sale today, I want to read uh, out of Psalm 124. It's the Psalm in the Lectionary this week. And I thought, um, based on what we talked about last week and um, some things to consider this week, it came at a perfect time. So um, I'm just going to read a couple of verses from it one and two, and then skip down to verse eight. Here's what the Psalm says. It says, uh, what if the Lord had not been on our side? Let all of Israel repeat, what if the Lord had not been on our side? The waters would have engulfed us. A torrent would have overwhelmed us. The raging waters would have overwhelmed our very lives. And then verse 8, our help is from the Lord who made heaven and earth. It feels like a really timely verse uh, for where we are, for where we've been. Um, I hope that over the last few minutes you've seen uh, that the Lord has been with us. He has not left us. He has not forsaken us. He has uh, very much been with us and active. Uh, And so I just have some questions today for Selah, for you, uh, based on the last couple of weeks. We've talked about getting out of a cave. We've talked about what it might look like to take risks of faith in uh, our lives. And so uh, based on what you've heard over the last few minutes. I wonder what does it look like uh, risking uh, in person for you? What, what would that look like to risk to be around people? Uh, what would it look like to risk at home for you? We're not saying you have to be around people or you have to stay at home. Uh, wherever God has you, what does it look like for you to risk uh, where you are? Uh, what does it look like maybe to take a faith risk financially? What does it uh, look like to risk showing up uh, even via Zoom to a core group? What does it uh, look like to risk online or in person in the name of community, in the name of fellowship, in the name of being together? And um, we're not answering that question, we're asking that question. What does it look like? Uh, where is God leading me? What are my next steps? What does the fall look for, like for me? at Vineyard Springbrook. Um, So here's what I want to do. I want to pray the same prayer of blessing that I prayed over us last week. I want to do it again. Um, If you have learned anything from us, it's that we repeat things that we think are worth repeating. And so um, I want to pray that prayer of blessing and then we'll go uh, to the table together. So here it is for you. Again, if you want to, you can hold out your hands. Sometimes it works to connect your body uh, to what you're experiencing in your soul. So here's our blessing um, from our staff to you. So, so may you wake up to Jesus who walks toward all of your dark and chaotic and scary. May the parts of you that are afraid of what He might do or say or ask of you be filled with courage by the Spirit. May you recognize when the calm uh, comes walking right up in the middle of your storm. May you be filled with creativity to seek risks in the name of faith. May you be filled with the wisdom and courage and kindness to risk climbing out of the cave or stepping out of the boat. And may the God of all hope fill you with joy and with peace as you learn to trust him so that you will be filled to the point of overflowing with the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So uh, we'll come to the table together today um i say this a lot i i I don't want you to give up on this time this time is still an incredibly important time as followers of jesus we come to the table as an act of gratitude an act of celebration an act of remembrance uh of of where we've been of where god is taking us as people of jesus and so um we're inviting you to the table so find something in your house something close to bread something close to wine and uh we'll come to the table together today. So uh, on the night he was betrayed, Jesus, he took the bread and he blessed it and he broke it and he said, this is my body for you. Eat this out of your great affection for me. In the same way, he took the cup and he said, this is the cup of a new covenant between God and man, my blood for you. Drink this out of your great affection for me. For whenever you eat this bread and whenever you drink this cup, you proclaim my life death and we believe resurrection forever. Let's pray together. Father, I thank you. um, I thank you for a church that feels like home. And I pray um, today that as we gather together all at the same time in all kinds of different places, I pray that uh, through your body and through your blood, you Uh, remind us of home, that you are our one true home. We are grateful that uh, you made a way for us where there was no way, that in our darkest moments, the cross happened and beyond the cross, the resurrection happened. And so we come to the table and we celebrate what you did for us, what you conquered for us, um, what you made whole and right in us. And so we thank you and we love you. In your name we pray, amen.